Hey, 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 hey everyone and welcome to the first of my series, the A to Z Encyclopedia of Extreme Cinema. Grab something to wet your whistle and grab your snacks because this is going to be a bit of a longer episode than the last few that I've done because I want to go in depth A to Z, not all today, I'm going to span over till the 31st of October and I'm just going to go through some of the movies that stand out to me and some of them that you might not even have heard of. And I'm also going to go through Wikipedia. So, without further ado, let's crack on with the first episode. So, Wikipedia explains extreme cinema uh, as in a subgenre. Uh, used for films distinguished by its excessive use of sex and violence and such various extreme nature as mutilation and torture. It recently specialises in genre film, mostly both for horror and drama. Now, I am taking this from the Wikipedia page, so um, I'm reading it as I'm looking at it right now. They do have a still from Cannibal Holocaust from 1980, which is a film that attracted controversial... Uh, attention for its themes of extreme violence um there is like an animal buttering scene in that if you haven't seen cannibal holocaust that is in i would say my top 30 of favorite extreme films uh but it's very controversial everybody knows about that one whereas this episode today i've tried to focus on movies that maybe are not really that heard of in the extreme genre but uh we'll just see um these are the movies you know some of them i have seen um in the last recent years i will say so anyway so wikipedia says for the reception, the rise in popularity of Asian films in the 21st century has contributed to the growth of extreme cinema. Now, I will say, I do prefer a lot more foreign extreme cinema films. And the reason for that is because they push the envelope, they push the boundaries of ratings when it comes to um, Nelly being banned, I shall say, because Cannibal Holocaust was banned, the likes of Salo was banned. Um, So I think they really do push the envelope quite a lot compared to British films and American films, but that is just my personal opinion. So I do prefer Asian, Japanese, uh, more foreign type extreme cinema, especially like Battle Royale and stuff like that. Uh, they're just some of my favourites. Uh, Sweet Whip is another one, um, in case you haven't heard of that one, Sweet Whip. I have not listed it in my list today, but who knows, I might add it in a future podcast, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, moving on, it says... Although extreme cinema is still considered to be a horror-based film genre, being a relatively recent genre, extreme cinema is controversial and widely unaccepted by mainstream media. And I completely understand why. If you've seen as many as I have, you know exactly why. So that's self-explanatory. Extreme cinema films target a specific and small audience group. Now, I will have to... Agree and disagree on the latter part of the statement with that. Extreme cinema films target target sorry a specific and small audience group. Now, I do agree that it targets a specific group of people because these films, by no stretch, are not for everyone. 
um, you have to be into these sort of films in order to watch them all, if that makes sense. Uh, but the small audience group, I wouldn't exactly say our audience is small. There is quite a few of what out there. Um, you've just got to look in the right places. But I think this is overall, Wiki is looking overall, like, um, at a first glance, if that makes sense, like a, an overview of this whole genre, I suppose. But there is quite a few worse if you look in the right places. But anyway, um, now what goes on to history. The prehistory of extreme cinema can be traced back to the censorship of art films and advertising tactics for classical exploitation films um, to the markets alongside later liberal representations of sex in the first half of the 20th century onwards. The name extreme cinema oriented oriented <laughs> why did i say oriented i meant to say originated i'm just checking my time on um from the line of asian films that share a combination combination oh my lord i do apologize i can't speak tonight a combination of sensational features such as extreme violence horror and shock and plots extreme cinema can be rooted as Asian extreme, the term for Japanese and other Asian films used to its excessive nature. Um, early examples of Asian extreme, such as Ring 1998 and Battle Royale 2000, exactly what I mentioned before, Battle Royale. Now that has a bit of a dark humour to it, um, so a lot of dark comedies in Battle Royale, but it, it's still a really good film. I wasn't too keen on the second film, however. Uh, so I do prefer out of the two of them, Battle Royale, the first one. Now, the controversy, it says, extreme cinema is highly criticised and debated by film critics and the general public. There have been debates all over hypersexualization that makes these films a threat to the mainstream community standards. There has also been criticism over the increasing use of violence in modern-day films Ever since the emergence of slasher gore films in the 70s, the rise in popularity of extreme cinema has contributed to the casual violence in popular media. Some criticise its easy exposure and unintended targeting of adolescents by extreme cinema films. Now, I don't know about you that's listening to this right now, but... I think we all know that these films, yes, they are targeted at a specific type of audience, but this type of audience is adults and we are sensible adults. We've got our heads screwed on, if you want to say that. And we know these films are just films. We don't take these films seriously as in like some people watching serial killers for example where they watch it and they're like oh i could do that thinking it's cool and then going out and doing it it's not like that so you know we are adults at the end of the day here and we know what's right and what's wrong and everything like that but yeah but moving on now it says classification and guidelines the british board of film classification bbfc classifies extreme cinema films into the R18 rating, which is defined as special and legally restricted classification, classification, I should say, primarily for explicit works of consenting sex or strong fetish material involving adults. Now, 
The notable films that we have here on Wikipedia, there's quite a few. So I'm pretty sure there's some of them in here that you haven't heard of, some of them that you have. I've heard of a lot of these. There is one or two that I would say, well, why Why is it in this list? But never mind. But that's just me. Again, um, just because I don't think they're worthy of a list, it doesn't mean that you don't think they're worthy of a list. Everybody's different at the end of the day. Everyone has different tolerances and whatnot. So please bear that in mind when I'm reading these films out and do not take me seriously by any stretch. I'm not trying to say, you know, that these are meant to be in this list. These are not meant to be in this list. You know, you pick and choose the movies that you like and that you personally think is extreme. And that is completely fine. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Now, moving on, the first film we have in the list is a Serbian film. One of my favourites. I'll always mention this film, always, always, always. But for this list in particular that I'm going to read out, obviously I try to, like I said before, get more films that were very, you know, not very unheard of, but like more so unheard of, if that makes sense. So I try to mix the list up a little bit, but it was really hard, let me tell you. But anyway, moving on to the second one, we've got Active Vengeance from 1974. I forgot to mention a Serbian film was from 2010. And then we had The Act of Vengeance, which was 1974. We've got Antichrist, 2009. I have that on DVD. Brilliant film. Audition, 1999. Fantastic film. Auschwitz, 2011. I don't think I've seen that one, but I will check it out. Begotten, 1990. I've got this on my list. (laughs) Oh, God. This is great. This is going to reveal some of my list, isn't it? But anyway. Benny's Video from 1992, Blood Feast 1963, Caligula Unrated Version 1979, Caligula The Untold Story 1982, Cannibal Holocaust Classic 1980, Crash 1996, The Devils 1971, Dogtooth 2009, Faces of Death 1979, Funny Games 1997, Hated, J.G., Allen and the Murder Junkies, 1994. Hellraiser, 1987. Then we have Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, 1986 to 1990. I think they're a bit unsure of the release date with that one for that. Hostel, 2005. The House That Jack Built, 2018. The Human Centipede, 2009. I Spit on Your Grave, 1978. E.G. the Killer, 2001, The Idiots, 1998, Lisa, or is that Liza, The She-Wolf of the SS, I have seen that, 1975, The Realm of the Senses, 1976, Irreversible, 2002, I have that on DVD, Kinete, 2009, Maniac, 1980, Man Bites Dog, 1982, I also have that on DVD, uh, what else we'll have, move this page along, Mark of the Devil, 1970, Mortars, 2008, Masking Threshold, 2021, so that's not that old, uh, it's quite recent that one, I may have to check that one out, Multiple Maniacs, 1970, Mysterious Skin, 2004, never heard of that one, Natural Born Killers, 1994, Necromantic Classic, 1987, Oedipus Rex, Oedipus Rex, is that how you say that? But that's 1967. Old Boy, 2003, I have that on DVD. Uh, 
Pieces or Pisces. I'm sure that's meant to be Pieces. 1982, Pigsty, 1969, Pink Flamingos, 1972, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, 2007, Poltergeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. That just sounds like a comedy if you ask me. But that's 2006. Rambo 4, 2008. Why is Rambo on here? Again, you see what I mean? Like, why is that on here? But anyway, moving on. This is what this recommends as extreme cinema, but never mind. Reanimator, 1985. Relic, 2020. I'm going to check that one out. Realm for a Dream, 2000. Sunny Kiedam? I don't even know how to say that. But that's 2022. The Sadness, 2021. Salo, The 120 Days of Sodom, 1975, classic, and I have it on DVD. Saw, 2004, classic. Sick, The Life and Death of Bob Flanagan. Super Moshicist, 1997. Steel Natch, Steel Natch, I'm sure that's German, but that's 1969. Suicide Club, 2001. Sweet Movie, 1974. Taxidermia. 2006, Tetsu, The Iron Man, 1989, Thriller, A Cruel Picture, 1973, Unshine Andalou, forgive me if I'm buttering half of these, but that's 1929, I'm going to have to check that one out, it's an old one, uh, Vez de Noces, please forgive me if I'm buttering this, 1974, and where the dead go to die from 2012. That is by uh, Jimmy Screamer Claus, just so you're aware. I've got it on DVD. Grateful. Very different. Um, he's a very different director. If you want to check out more animated type extreme cinema, then check out Jimmy Screamer Claus. Brilliant director. And he does everything himself. He does all the visual editing and everything like that. So go and appreciate his work. I just have to give him a shout out there very, very quick. He's very different. He's very underground. He's, he's very shocking, but he's fucking brilliant. So go and check him out. Now we have notable directors. So we are going to go through some of the wiki notable directors. So they've listed quite a few here. They've listed one, two, three, four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen of them now some of them i've never heard of before but if i've seen the movies i probably have but i just can't pronounce the names so i'm not going to butcher them i'm not going to try so i'm just going to list out the ones that i recognize in the movies to go with them so the first one they've got is gaspar no who done i stand alone irreversible and con um you may know mostly of irreversible that was pretty um controversial then they've got peter jackson who did bad taste and dead alive then we've got john waters yeah john waters multiple maniacs and pink flamingos pink flamingos more with the two of those that is more controversial early west craven last house on the left from 1972 and also the hills of eyes from 1977 now, that's the first couple that I recognise in their list. And then we have Lars von Trier, who you will probably recognise as Antichrist from 2009. Then we have Takashi Miki, who auditioned, come on, from 1999. That is a classic film and one of my all-time favourites. Then we have Piri Palio Pasolini 
from the Salo 120 Days of Sodom from 1975. And then we've got Eli Roth, who we all know did Hostel from 2005. And then the rest of the directors on there, I can't pronounce their names or anything, so I do apologise. I'm not going to try and butcher them. Now moving on, Wiki also states Legacy. Now we're just going to go through this very, very quickly. I've got the web page on here, so I'm just going to go through that with you as well. It first says Pink Flamingos once uh, inducted into the National Film Registry in 2021. Requiem for a Dream and Old Boy were named on the BBC's 100 Greatest Films of the 21st Century. As of the other examples in media, it can be seen in Japanese works, television, video games as varied that are related to or inspired by extreme cinema due its subject to its nature. Um, example, Berserk, uh, Game of Thrones, Redo of Helia, I think that's how you say it, please forgive me again for buttering it, 2007's Manhunt 2, 2018's Fear and Hunger and 2022's Martha is Dead. And then it's also got to see also art horror exploitation film, Dog Me 95, uh, Social Thriller. And then it's got a bunch of references. Now that is um, the list of movies and all about extreme cinema that's on the Wikipedia page. Um, however, I am now going to go through my list of extreme cinema now, I'm not going to go through them all. Uh, I'm just going to go through A to I in this podcast because I feel like this has gone on for a little bit now and I don't want to take up too much of your time. So for the first one, I'm going to say is Aftermath from 1994. If you haven't seen Aftermath, you might want to go and check it out. It's It's pretty gruesome. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail in this podcast about each film that I'm going to recommend in this list, but I will give you a slight overview if that makes sense. I don't again, I don't want to give too much away. I'm not the sort of person to give spoilers away or anything like that. I'm the sort of person, as you very well know, that likes the listeners to go and purchase these films and watch them for their entirety and appreciate the director's work in these films. So, like I said, again, Aftermath from 1994, it's about a guy that works, um, doesn't like doing autopsies and stuff. And this woman comes in and he does an autopsy on her in a certain way. And there's a lot of violence involved in this. I'm not saying which kind of violence, but there's violence involved. But that's Aftermath from 1994. Then we have Antichrist, which was mentioned previously just before from 2009. Antichrist for me now I, I don't want to say too much but if you are in a relationship with someone especially a female or even the both of you and you are going to have a child or I don't want to say too much but recently lost a child you might want to be wary going into this film um, it, it does focus heavily at the beginning on something to do with a child so that's just a pre-warning for you right there but that is from Lars von Trier and it it is a brilliant film it's very mysterious um 
it's very well thought out. It's the effect in this film is absolutely amazing. It's very artistically done, I'm going to say. So it's it's very beautiful to watch in areas of this film, like with the like the look of where they are and everything like that. It it almost resembles like poetry button film, if that makes sense. Is that weird? That's just the way I think of it. But that is um for my A. Now, moving on to B, the first one we've got is Begotten from 1990. Now, I didn't really hear of this movie. This is why I added to the list because I hadn't heard of this movie for years being in the extreme cinema fandom. Um, it took me a while to come across this film, but then when I did come across it, it took me a while to get a hold of this film and it took me a while to actually sit down and watch it. A lot of people were trying to skew me from watching this, saying it's absolutely disturbing, you don't want to watch it, but you know me, when somebody says that, I'm going to watch it, right? So Begotten is based, it's, it's very strange. It's not the sort of movie you can really quite easily explain within... A, a podcast episode it, w- it would take multiple episodes I reckon to explain this film and walk us through because there's multiple different scenes in this film which seem to go backwards and forwards um, and it's in black and white it makes it feel like it's from the 20s like a movie from 1920 or something like that it makes it feel like that but since it's only from 1990 they did a really good job of making it feel older than what it was so if that was their um, you know idea behind it then it worked but but yeah but this film is very strange um do look the trailer up um do look up the synopsis for it and then see how you feel about it but yeah begotten for me was a mysterious movie hadn't heard of it for years and then i found it so that's why again added it to the list next one we've gotten b is bunny game from 2010 again this is a more up-to-date movie it's from 2010 not that long ago but I really just wanted to add it to this uh, list because, again, it's it's a very rare kind of extreme film, but it's not really that extreme compared to some of these in the list. But it could be very extreme for some people with the whole storyline behind it, if that makes sense. So if you've seen this film, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you are a woman living by yourself or even a new couple moving into a new neighbourhood, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say you might feel a little bit uncomfortable watching this film. And especially if there's a bunch of teenagers running around and stuff like that. So I would definitely um look into the synopsis for this one or the trailer just to get an idea and a feel for what you're getting yourself in for. But yeah, but just like all of these films like look at what you're getting yourself in for before you actually watch it so don't say I didn't warn you but anyway moving on to number C or let us say I should say is Cannibal from 2006 now this movie I reckon I've never been taught this and I don't know if I've read it somewhere but this is what I feel it is very loosely based off of the serial killer Ed Gein um, there is another movie in this list, um, which is much further on in another episode, uh, which is loosely based on a serial killer. But this one in particular, Cannibal, um, it's very dark. It's very grisly. It's very, it makes you walking out of this movie feel dirty. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's the aim from the director. I'm sure it's a female director that did this. I could be wrong. I could be completely off track with that one. But that's, I don't know where I heard that it was a female director. I'm going to have to look this up because I'm sure it was a male as well. Like, I, I don't know. But anyway, 
but Cannibal, it's based loosely on Ed Gein, I believe. And it's just about this guy that brings this guy home for obvious reasons. If you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but it is, it's quite a, a common extreme film, but it's not at the same time, if that makes sense. But anyway, moving on. Now, this next movie, um, I don't know if anybody has seen the movies um, A Razor Head or anything like that. Now, I've I've got to mention this. Um, I'm going to find the information and I'm going to pop back and let you know. So that was just a little bit less than five minutes for me, but seconds for you, which is better for you, I suppose. Yeah, so I've got my information correct with this one. Now, when I'm going to mention um, this next movie and see, uh, it's called Chained from 2012. If you don't know, um, the woman that directed this is called Jennifer Lynch. And yes, she is related to the director, David Lynch. Now, in case you didn't know, I'm a diehard fan of David Lynch. I love all of his films and I want to collect all of his films on DVD. He's one that did like the likes of The Elephant Man and A Razorhead. Blue Velvet, all them films. Now, he's got his own brand of coffee, just as a side note, which I'm going to buy at some point. But moving on, Chained is, isn't is really extreme, but it's. I feel like it has a place in this list because I don't feel like I talk about it enough. And obviously, she's taken after her dad with the directing part of it comes into it. Now, Jennifer Lynch is a fantastic director. If you haven't seen this film, you need to check it out. It's probably one of my favourites. I've got a lot of favourites. I know I say that every single time. But this is probably one of my favourites. And I might even re-watch it tonight, actually. But it's just based on um, this guy that has this little boy. And, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail, like I said before. But Chained from 2012 is a, a damn good film. So you need to check that out. Now, moving on to D. Didn't really find many in the category of the letter D, if I'm honest. The only one I found was Dumplings from 2004. So the reason I've only chose one is because all the rest of them just didn't seem that extreme to me. Again, personal opinion right here, personal perspective. I didn't think any of them were worthy of this list. But Dumplings from 2004 is a pretty disturbing more so disturbing film than it is gruesome or you know bloodthirsty worthy um it, it's more disturbing um and if you've watched it you'll know what i'm talking about just like all these other films if if you've seen them you'll know exactly what i'm talking about when i'm trying to explain these films but yeah but dumplings is definitely one to check out it is i believe japanese i'm sure it's japanese correct me if i'm wrong um I haven't seen it for a while, but it definitely is up there in the, the top 20, I would say, for disturbing, specifically disturbing. But anyway, moving on, I didn't find anything for E or F. Again, I didn't think they were extreme enough, but now I'm moving on to G. And the first one I'm going to mention is Green Elephant in 1999. Now, the reason I've added Green Elephant is specifically because when I started hearing about this film it was very hard to get a hold of and I still think today it's still hard to get a hold of but if you can't get a hold of it you need to watch it it's very disturbing it's very grimy it's 
Nazi related, I believe, because um, one of them does have a military uniform on. Um, and it's very claustrophobic to watch. That's how I would explain it. But yeah, but that is Green Elephant from 1999. Then the next one I've got is Gummo from 1997. Again, this is a movie that when I first heard of it, I, I found it very extremely hard to get a hold of. But then when I did find it, I did manage to watch it. And it, it, it was very... It was very strange and very disturbing, but there was nothing showing you on screen reasons to make you feel this way. But after you've watched it, you felt dirty and you felt strange and you felt uncomfortable. So this is definitely a movie for your list as well, if you can get a hold of it and watch it. And then the last two is H and I. So for H, I've got Hostel from 2005, Eli Roth. Um... This is my favourite series of all time, um, but the first one specifically is my favourite just because it's the first one I ever watched. So, again, Hostel is pretty com- like common in the mainstream um, horror fandom, but it's also in the extreme category as well. Um, and I'm kind of glad in a way because it is pretty messed up. Like, if you've seen this film, again, you will know what I'm talking about, but you definitely need to give it a watch and you'll not regret it, trust me. Then for the fun of it, because I couldn't add another one in H, is Human Centipede from 2009. Like, come on. Like, you had to add it, right? Like, it's To me, it was just hilarious, okay? There is no physical possible way that this could actually happen. Even though all of these other movies, there's no possible way, or could be a possible way that it could happen. But this movie, for sure, is no possible way it could happen. And for there to be a franchise of this movie and to be so popular... I honestly don't know why it's in my list. I really don't. I just added it for the fun of it, if I'm honest. So I'm not even going to even talk about that one. But anyway, moving on to the last um, letter of my series for this podcast. Um, The first one is Ichi the Killer from 2001. This is a brilliant film. You need to see it. It's it's very... Not too long of a film, but it's getting on a bit. But it's very enjoyable. It's very strange. It's it's very gruesome in in areas of this film, but it's it's a great film overall. So yeah, you need to give that a watch. I've got it on DVD. So if you would like any more information on that film in general or any of the ones that I've mentioned so far, then please hit me up and I will do my very best to do an episode dedicated to the certain movie that you talk that well you want me to talk about and um, I will do it but then the last one we have is Irreversible from 2002. So Irreversible is very known for one scene in particular but it the movie is reversed so the end credits are at the beginning and the start of the film is at the end. So it's very strange how the director's done that. But yeah, but it's a really good film overall. And like I said, there's one scene in particular which is pretty controversial. But if you ask me, I Spit on Your Grave has a longer and more controversial part uh, of what I'm talking about. So that's probably just giving something away. But never mind. Uh, but yeah, but I hope you enjoyed that list. Um, if you have um, any questions at all, like I said, about any of those movies, please feel free to message me on social media. If, 
if you know you want to mention a certain film that you want me to check out or you want me to talk about a certain film or if you would like to leave a voice note to add to my future episodes then you can leave a voice note on the anchor app but other than that I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you have a lovely morning evening afternoon whatever you might be doing and I will catch you on the next one bye